If we're a believer in India, that would be the same thing. Are we together? So this unity of faith is in the knowledge of Christ Jesus Christ. It's the knowledge of Christ, rather. Jesus Christ. The unity of faith is in the knowledge of the Son of God. And the key word in verse 13 to 16 is what? Is the knowledge of the Son of God. This knowledge is what equips the believer for ministry. Amen? This knowledge is what? Is what empowers the believer for ministry. This is the knowledge that empowers you to do the work of ministry. It's not by knowing the etiquette of ministry, how to dress, how to talk. No, 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 no. It's the knowledge of what? Of the Son of God. That is the basic, the primary, and the most important instrument, if it, we can call it an instrument. The most important factor that will empower a believer for ministry. You know, the scriptures call it epignosis. Epignosis means full discernment, full knowledge, complete knowledge of the Son of God. And the goal of this meeting is to bring us to this place of completeness in the knowledge of the Son of God. That we will be perfected in the knowledge of the Son of God. So we can better speak about the Son of God and what he has done. Hallelujah. Full discernment, you know. Our faith is what? Is built on the knowledge of the Son of God. That is what builds our faith. We came to Christ by knowing this son and then we grow also by the same message. And this has been the prayer of Paul all through scriptures for the believers. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16. Let's look at one, of, one, one instance. We've been praying this scripture throughout the, the weeks, the two weeks. Ephesians 1 verse 16. It says, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in what? In the knowledge of him. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense. Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what, who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Verse 21. Far above all principalities, above and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world but also in that which is to come and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. To the church, verse 23. Which is his body, the fullness of him that filled all in all. Hallelujah. And then we also see where Paul is also talking about that he may know Christ, you know, and the power of his resurrection. Philippians 3, verse 8 to 10. Hallelujah. So how do we come to the knowledge of the Son of God? That equips us for ministry. Our sister began to explain to us when she was leading us in prayer that the instrument is what is the scriptures, the written word. Amen. It is it is the, the tool by which we come to the knowledge of the Son of God. Outside the scriptures, there is no revelation for the Son of God. Amen. 
After the Bible, right, there is no revelation for the Son of God. Keep this at the back of your mind because all that we're going to do here <laughs> is the Word of God. It's the Scriptures. All that will be taught in this, in this conference, in this believer's conference, is the Word of God. Hallelujah. So outside the written Word, there is no revelation of the Son of God. So by the teaching of the Word, the foundation for knowing God, by the teaching of the Word, you know, we come to the knowledge of the Son of God. We are saved by hearing the word. That is the message of salvation. And we are trained and we grow by the same word. And as I said, you know, we, we, we don't know God by, by any means, but by the inspiration that he has given to us by himself. What he himself has written about himself, that is how we come to know him for who he is. And what he has done for us. Hallelujah. So the word of God cannot be understood on your own. You can't understand the Bible on your own. Amen. Now let me just buttress this before we move on. You know, we grew up being taught that read the Bible for yourself. It's a good encouragement. Amen. But actually, you cannot read the Bible for yourself and understand. You must be taught. Hallelujah. And what you go back to read is what you've been taught. Because nobody, right? That is why he gave us the gift of men. Amen? If not, we don't need the gift of men. God in his own wisdom gave to us the gift of men. To equip us, to train us, to teach us the word. So, no one knows the word on his own except he is taught by men. That is why we are here to be taught. That we will know, that we might come to the knowledge of the son. By the, you know, teaching of the word of God. Acts chapter 8 verse 28 is an example. They talk in Enoch. Acts 8.26. You know, give me Acts 8.26 quickly. Yes. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Rise towards the south unto the way that goeth down to Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. 27. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia... That's an African. Amen. You know, they used to say that, uh, uh, that Christianity was brought to Africa by Europeans. You know. And, and this is the first evidence. Right? Because in scriptures actually, this is the first African to be born again. Right? I mean, and I believe that he's the first person to take the gospel to Africa. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this African man, an Ethiopian Enoch of great authority. First of all, for you to be an official of the queen, you must be educated. It means that you've gone to probably the best school of your time for you to be her chief treasurer, treasurer, right? You must have been educated in the Harvard of that time to be employed in the, in the royal palace to serve in that capacity. So, the Ethiopian Enoch is not illiterate. That was why he didn't understand the scriptures. Are we together? He's not a baby. He's an adult. Educated. Intelligent. He's not poor. He's not poverty that brought him to the scriptures. He's rich. Are we together? So, he was reading. He was not blind. He was sound, actually. He was physically healthy. 
right? He says, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Verse 28. And was returning and sitting in his chariot, he read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran tighter to him and heard him read this prophet Isaiah and said unto, understandest thou what thou readest? That means, let me explain. Do you understand what you're reading? That's what he says, right? Do you understand what you're reading? Look at his response. And he said, how can I? How can I understand except some man? Did he say an angel? Did he say a spirit? Did he say, except I saw a vision? He said what? Except some man should what? Should guide, should teach me. And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. And let's look at how Philip began to teach him. You know how Philip knew about how to explain that scripture? Because he himself has been taught by men. Hallelujah. He himself has been equipped by men. As an evangelist, so he could go and teach others. Hallelujah. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer. So opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken. You are faster than me. For his life is taken from the earth. That's four. And the Enoch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself? Or of some other man? This man that is explaining what the prophet here is saying, he's talking about himself or he's speaking of another person. Hallelujah. Of course, you of today can just look at us. Ah, ah, this man, is he dumb? Doesn't he know that it's Jesus Christ that he's talking about here? But the scriptures must be explained. For you to come to this revelation and know that this is where Christ is actually talking about Christ. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at where? At same scripture. Where Isaiah, where, where the, Enoch was reading. And preached unto him who? He preached Jesus to him from that end. Hallelujah. And you see what happened in verse 36. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And Enoch said, see here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Hallelujah. Now we're not going to explain about water baptism here. Amen. And Philip said, if thou believest, believest with all thy heart. You see, this is where, you know, it's very important. Thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is what? Is a son of God. Hallelujah. What did he believe in? He believed that Jesus Christ is what? Is a son of God. To the end that we will come to understand the son of God. By revelation, the explanation of the scriptures. Hallelujah. So the scriptures must be taught. And this teaching of the scriptures must be done by men. The equipment or instrument for our catechismus is the word of God. Hallelujah. The scriptures. You know, the scriptures, Second Timothy chapter 3, where our sister read as we pray earlier on. Second Timothy. Chapter 3, from verse 14. But continue thou in things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of. Hallelujah. 
says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Timothy here must continue in what he has learned. Knowing from whom thou hast learned means that he has been taught by men, precisely Paul. Hallelujah. So it means that he has been taught by men. He didn't get a revelation by an angelic visitation. Or a vision of hell or heaven, as some usually do. Oh, when I was sleeping, I saw a vision, and that is a conviction, you know, for my salvation. I cut it up. The ministry was in the vision of the night. Now, we're not downgrading visions. That's not what we're saying here. But we're saying that what will equip us is the written word. Hallelujah. And this written word, we must be taught the written word. It's not English language. It's not a, a novel that you just read and then you carry the knowledge of English language and then you run with it. No. It must be properly explained in, in this context. Hallelujah. And this has been handed over generations to men. And men are equipping men and passing on to the next generation. So we see that Timothy himself have been taught. For example, in chapter 2, verse 2, we see where Paul was talking to him. The same second Timothy 2, verse 2, we see where Paul was talking to him. He says, he says and the things that thou hast heard of, heard of me among many witnesses, what do you do? The same, not another. Are we together? The same which you've heard of me. That means that you don't remix the message. Amen? You don't add to the message. What has affected us over years? See, the reason why we are where we are today is because along the line, hmm, the message has been adulterated. That is why we see the result we see today, most especially in Africa. Amen? So we must be able to trace back to the original, the real message. You see, what we are teaching here is not a new truth. Amen? It's a truth that has been there in scriptures. So what we need to do is to, is to go back to that truth. Not to the deviation that has been presented to us over the years. And that can be achieved through the guidance of men that have, you know, been committed the message of this truth. So Paul is telling Timothy here that you should what the same that he has received, you know, committed unto men who shall be able to teach others also. So it's a continuation that there will be a commitment to the word and also to others. Hallelujah. And then 2 Timothy 3 verse 15. Let's look at verse 15 quickly. Then we run up. Verse 15. Verse 15 says, And from a child thou hast known the Holy Scripture. That from a child thou hast known the Holy Scripture which are able to make thee wise unto what? Unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. You see, the focus is always Christ Jesus. True faith, which is in Christ Jesus. From childhood could mean two things. Could mean that when he was still uh, natural, naturally a baby. And it could also mean that when he became born again. Amen. So that is what, you know, he has heard 
So the same message you had when you were born again, that is your, your spiritual infancy. Let's call it that way. That is the same message that will make you grow. There's no new message. Hallelujah. That is the same message. There is no advancement to the message that will make you grow. It's the same message that we get committed to that helps us to grow and equip us for the work of ministry. From childhood, thou has what? Has known the Holy Scriptures. Which is able to make one wise unto salvation, meaning that the goal of the Scriptures, the subject is to explain salvation through faith, which is in Christ. Hallelujah. That is the essence of the Scriptures. Verse 16. Verse 16, quickly. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. All scripture is inspired by God, but is written by who? By men. Hallelujah. In human language. It wasn't written in tongues. It was written in human language. For our learning and instructions, Romans 15 verse 4. For our learning and for our instructions... For our learning and our instructions, all scripture is profitable, meaning it is helpful, meaning it is, yes, just for whatsoever things we are written, after time, we are written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the word, the scriptures, might have hope, hope. So all scripture is profitable, meaning that it is helpful, it is advantageous, it is useful, it is an instrument for doctrine. For instructions. And this doctrine will result to reproof. And this reproof will result to correction. It will correct us. And this correction will result to what? This reproof will result to correction. And this correction will result to instructions in righteousness. Hallelujah. So that is what will happen to us in this week. That the message will come as a doctrine, as a teaching, and then it will reprove us, it will correct us, it will instruct us, it's going to empower us, it's going to equip us for the work of ministry, that the man of God will be perfected, that the man of God will be equipped, that the man of God will be perfected, thoroughly furnished unto all good works, and these good works, my brothers and sisters, is a ministry of the gospel. Hallelujah. Is a ministry of what? Of the gospel. These good works is that we will be able ministers of the message. Same message. Hallelujah. So, to conclude, what should be our attitude throughout this meeting? Since we've known that the instrument by which we are going to be equipped, when we talk about catechismus, which is the equipping of the saints, the instrument by which will help us to be equipped is the word. What should be our response? What should be our attitude? Throughout this conference, throughout this conference, remember, I'm just laying a ground for us. I'm not doing, I'm not teaching, I'm not explaining scripture so much. Just laying a foundation for us to be able to, you know, walk through. What should be our, our attitude throughout this week? Three letter word. R-E-D. Red. Now, this is not a Greek word. <clears throat> it's not actually in the Bible. But when I was studying some days ago, I discovered that, you know, can be summarized in three things. 
The R here is receive with meekness. Amen. James chapter 1, verse 21. You must receive the ministry of the word with meekness. See, come to the word as though you don't know it. Amen. That is how you receive. A man that is full of himself will not receive anything. Hallelujah. So come prepared and be open to learn and to be equipped in the word. So first of all, you must, there's a position to receive. Hallelujah. I can say take something and then you may not necessarily receive it. So there's an attitude for receiving. There's an attitude for what? For receiving the word. So you must receive with meekness. Say, wherefore, lay apart all filthiness, all superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with what? With meekness, the engrafted word, which is able to do what? It's able to save your soul. So you must be willing, be ready to receive. And yesterday in church, we saw how to receive it. With joy. Hallelujah. With joy. We draw. Amen. With joy we shall draw. From what? From the well of salvation. Not with sadness. Not with a sleeping eye. Not with a tired face. But with joy. Hallelujah. So who is excited to receive? Amen. Amen. Don't worry. By the time we've, we started flying, the, engine, the plane is just warming up. By the time we are there, we'll know. Who, who, who bothered and who missed the flight? Hallelujah. Please, let me beg you. See, the way it is like this, we've started accelerating. Amen. So if you've missed the flight, please tell us. Just, just pray in tongues. That's how you join. <laughs> Amen. This flight, if you miss, you can still join it. Just pray in tongues. And then you'll be at where we are. Hallelujah. So you must be willing to receive with meekness. With humility, readiness, you know, be as someone that is eager to receive. Don't sit and then your mind is elsewhere. Hallelujah. Be involved in what is happening here. Be eager to receive with meekness the engrafted word. And then E, endure sound doctrine. Hallelujah. When you receive, you what? You endure. 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, verse 3 to 5. You endure. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3. No man. Eh? Yes. No, 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 no. 4, 4, 4, 4. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3. So this is not just to make you comfortable. But you must endure. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But what will they do? But after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Right? Having itching ears. Verse 5. And they shall turn away from their turn away their ears from the truth and shall be torn into fables, into myth, into jokes, into comedy, into all sorts of things that does not add up. Hallelujah. Now here there will be no comedy. Amen. There's no, there's no, what, spoken word. <laughs> Emmanuel, I'm not abusing you. Yes. There's no spoken word here. There's no comedy. There's no dance drama. Hallelujah. 
If what will excite you is not the word of God, you are in trouble. Hmm? Amen. So, you must be able to endure to the end. Because, you see, it's going to be a ride. Hallelujah. And enjoy this ride. Be committed to enjoying what God is doing here. So, you must receive with meekness. You must endure sound doctrine. And who can guess the last one? Hmm? Say, do the word. Hallelujah. Do the word. Be ready to do the word. Right here. Not tomorrow. Not when you go home. Right here. Amen? Made up your mind. Say, I will do the word. I will do the word here. Yes, when they say prophesy, prophesy. That is doing the word. Amen? When they say rejoice, rejoice. That's doing the word. Our sister was leading us in worship and she said, let's put our hands on our head. Some, people, some people's hands was heavy to go to their head. That's obedience to the word. Amen. You better remain in your house. So if they say jump, you have to jump. Don't say I'm tired. You have to jump. They say sit down, you sit down. They say rise up, rise up. Pray, you pray. Amen. When they say pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Don't sing. <laughs> and just sound doctrine. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know some people will do video. They'll pray for five minutes and sing for 15 minutes. <laughs> I said, no, no, no. I didn't say you should sing. I said you should pray. It's time for singing. Amen. When it's time for singing, it's not time to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. So I do the word. James 1, verse 25. I will receive the word. I will do the word. I will endure the word. I will do the word. Give me verse 22 of James 1. James 1, 22, 25, yes. It says, but ye be, no, let's read from verse 21, because we started earlier on. It says, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. 22, but ye, but be ye what? The doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. When you hear the word and you don't do it, say you are deceiving yourself. Hallelujah. So don't hide behind computer that you are a media team and you are not doing the word. Amen? Hope you are hearing me. So don't say you are doing media team and then you will not, you not do the word. You will leave you behind. You know, one thing, you know, what, what, what makes me baffled is those people that walk in the park in Nigeria, where I come from. They will be shouting Lagos, Lagos, Lagos. They have never been to Lagos. Amen. Have you? <laughs> their job is just put people to car or take them to Lagos, but they themselves have not been to Lagos, or just, 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 or any city. See, as a minister of the word, you must experience the word yourself. Amen. The word must affect and influence your life. So we're going to pray few minutes, we're going to pray before the next person comes up. We're going to receive the teaching of Pastor Victor briefly. We're going to pray that I receive the word, that I endure the word, and I do the word. We're going to also pray that I receive sound doctrine. I am reproved, I am corrected, I'm instructed in righteousness. We're going to pray that I am perfected and thoroughly furnished for the work of ministry. Hallelujah. Who is ready to pray? 
Who is ready to pray? Okay, let's pray. Let's see how we pray. Amen. I receive the word. I endure the word. And I do the word. That's the prayer. I receive the word. I endure the word. And I do the word. So just pray this prayer. Just pray. Just pray this. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I receive with meekness this word that you are about to bring to us. I receive with meekness this word that you are bringing to us in this season of our lives. I receive with meekness these instructions, this equipping, this, this, this instrument by which you want to empower us. For the life ahead of us, in the name of Jesus Christ, I receive. See, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that I receive the word. I'm prepared to receive the word. I'm empowered to receive the word. I'm prepared to receive the word. I endure sound doctrine. I endure sound doctrine. And I do the word. And I do the word. Just pray in tongues. Father, Lord, I receive with, with meekness. I put away all sort of his obstructions. All knowledge. And I focus myself on this that you are doing in my life. And I receive with meekness this word that you are bringing. I receive with humility this word that you are bringing. I endure, I endure, I endure, I endure. I give myself to the word. I endure this doctrine, this teaching, these instructions that is coming. This reproof that is coming. This equipping that is coming. Not only that. Say, Father, I do the word. I do the word. I do the word in this place. I do the word in this place. For the rest of my life, I'm equipped and empowered to do the word. I do the word. I do the word. I practice the word. I put to use the word. I do the word. Say, I receive sound doctrine. I receive sound doctrine. I am reproved. Oh, time will not permit us to look at what this reproving and correction is, but just pray and say, Father, I am reproved by your word. I am corrected by your word. My knowledge is corrected. I am corrected by your word. I am instructed in righteousness. I receive instruction in righteousness. I am perfected. Thoroughly furnished for the work of ministry. I'm perfected and thoroughly furnished for the work of ministry. Just prophesy to yourself. Just speak, 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 speak what you see happen to yourself in this meeting. 
le prashuska lambra zikita kala paya luzke le meriskia rimando loboros katala paya lembrezi katala bruskia jenembrezi zikite le prakusha katama ruza paluske tili manjaka yes 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 li parashanda kusu loprokaya ripa kanda la baruski sekia ripa shanda le prenia ruza pakusu lombrozize jilembereskita ka manda razuza kaya rushe kite lembe Sketia, Li Parasusketila Maya, Li Parashusa Kata, Limbereskita. In this meeting, there shall arise men who enforce the will of the Father upon the earth. In this meeting, Kingdom enforcers, men now enforce the gospel message in our generation are bathed in this meeting. In the name of Jesus Christ. Equipping us with the power, with the knowledge and the ability to do the work of ministry. Men that will arise in this place and men that will fearlessly preach the gospel and men that will fearlessly enthrone the will of God upon the earth. In the name of Jesus Christ, Halos Columbros Azize, Shepara Kuso Lombra Kaya, Rina Pakusha Kia, Ripa Kala Manda Ruziza, Ripa Kuso Lombrozize Kia, Ripa Shaka Tala Parisketia, Ripa Kuso Nomba Rikata, Ele Perezize Kia, Ripa Kana Kaya, Ripa Sheze Kuya. Ignorance is destroyed in this place. Ignorance is destroyed in this place. The eyes of men is open. The eyes of men is enlightener in the name of Jesus Christ. And I see revelation and knowledge in this place. There's revelation in this place. Men know the truth. Men do the truth. Men live by the truth. Lay prashuza kata mandala bozuza kia. Ele mandala bozuzka lay prashuza ka. There is an equipment that is happening in this place. There is a refreshing that is happening in this place. There's a hashing of men. Oh, there's a hashing of men in this place. Men that will be committed to the word of truth. Men that will be loyal to the cause of the gospel. Oh, shall be arisen a, a set of men in this place that will be fearlessly, fearlessly preach the gospel. They shall arise in this place Men that are able to commit their all for the cause of the gospel. Oh, in this place, we shall see reason to live for Christ. It's a great miracle of the revelation of the word of God in this place. It's a great miracle of the revelation of the word of God in this place. Scales are falling off by the entrance of the word. Scales are falling off. Scales are falling off. Ignorance is destroyed. Ignorance is destroyed by the entrance of knowledge of God's word. 